0: Chemistry is well technically chemistry is the study of matter. But I prefer to see it as
1: the study of change. Now just just think about this. Good morning and welcome to episode 272 of Effectively Wild, the daily podcast from Baseball Prospectus. I'm Sam Miller with Ben Lindbergh. Ben, how are you doing? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay great. Um, what do you want to talk about?
0: Uh, my topic is something that we discussed at some point. I think we discussed on the podcast, um, doing a uh, selecting, selecting the top clubhouse guy from each team or the top perceived clubhouse guy from each team. So,
1: so yeah, we- I don't, yeah, I was trying to remember the context why we threw that out there, but I, I just to, be clear. Uh, I think the the point of this exercise is to see whether uh, whether our impressions agree. Whether it is something yes. that is so firmly established in right. the public that we uh, you know that kind of like two independent evaluators come up with the same answer. Yes. Uh, not that we we're not actually going <laughs> so to try we're to
0: going to say who is the best based on our
1: yeah because we don't experience. know right. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so good. Just just so it's clear, we have no idea. I would say that I was talking to somebody today who um, uh, was has some kind of uh, he has a relationship with a GM, and uh, anyway, long story short, uh, there is think there's a real sense within the game that the perceived clubhouse guy is very often not the real clubhouse guy because mm. it's so driven by the media. That huh. the media thinks that good clubhouse guy equals accessible, and that in a lot of cases that's true, and in a lot of cases that's specifically part of why the guy is a good clubhouse guy, because he takes the pressure off of his teammates. Yeah. Um, Johnny Gomes last year, for instance, um, down the, the stretch, uh, I, I was, somebody was telling me the other day, would um, would actually call all the media over to his locker and basically just... Like bring everybody over and talk to them for like the entire media availability or whatever, so that nobody else would have to to deal with the questions, um, you know, because they had so many rookies and it was such a tense time. So that's often correlated, but it's often not. And there are there are guys that you would probably think of as being, you know, perceived as being good clubhouse guys who are actually not that well liked, and I, we don't know which ones those are, but we're. Uh, Just just so that's out there. We're Mm going to try to avoid that, but we probably won't.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh,
1: And my my topic is uh, very closely related. It has to do with the Rays signing guys who are perceived to be bad guys Mm. and whether this is a uh, a credible strategy or like a sort of credible market inefficiency Mm -hmm. or not. So they're related. And I guess uh, it's interesting that we chose these two because it, it I don't know if you noticed, but it does seem like the topics that we continually go back to, uh, these, these kind of ideas among them tend to be the things that we have the least hope of answering because <laughs> they're, they're sort of known unknowns.
0: Yeah, right. Well, if we had brought them up before and, and answered them, then we wouldn't be able to talk about them anymore.
1: Oh, so that's we a good keep, point.
0: we keep finding slightly different angles to attack the same, the same topics. Um, so why do, yeah,
1: why don't we start with yours?
0: Okay, so uh, so I don't know when you were selecting your guys, did you, did you? I, I guess we'll see when we when we read the names. But did you kind of, did you try to steer away from good players? Were you looking for guys who are like pure clubhouse chemistry beings, or
1: no, yeah, no, 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 right? You're I, just I, just
0: looking for leaders, perceived leaders who can be. Could be scrappy, gritty clubhouse guys, or could be actual stars, right?
1: Yeah, I think it's. I think it ends up being the case that you're much more likely to choose the. Well, you're probably more likely to choose either a star or um, or a scrappy twenty fifth yes, man, right? Because um, the star sticks in your head, and so in your head you just think, oh, well, he's very good. He must be a leader. He's very good. He probably he leads by example or whatever. And then the twenty fifth guy, you think, well, there's. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a reason that he got signed as opposed to all the other hundred veterans who are just kind of wash out of the league. So there's a little bit of Nichols Law of catcher defense at work here, yes. where the worse the player it is, the more you probably attribute some positive uh, other skill to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I found I found myself choosing some stars and sometimes choosing a default star uh, or the star by default, and sometimes I I chose the 25th man by default, and yeah. a lot of times I chose the well, I, I guess the trends will become apparent. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't need to tell you the trends. I so also, let's just I do also it.
0: found as I was looking through these, there were there were some teams where I just, uh, you know, no one really stood out to me. Um, yeah. And I found that if you Google any team plus clubhouse guy, there will be a story written within the last like three days or so about how someone is stepping up and uh-huh. <laughs> embracing a new leadership role. Uh, <laughs> so
1: I did not I, I had a couple teams like that and I did not have success doing the exact same thing oh, okay. I would I some I, I did Google a couple and I also googled uh, called players only meeting <laughs> to see whose name preceded that clause uh-huh. uh, and sometimes that worked but there were a couple teams that I genuinely have no idea mm-hmm. like I would say there are probably two teams where I picked almost at random
0: yeah all right okay so let's just uh, do you have?
1: I went alphabetical yes. by location.
0: Oh, all right. I went alphabetical by by team name.
1: Go um, for it. Just go
0: ahead. All right. Uh so this is one that you probably know better than I do. Angels
1: uh angels i had uh the angels are actually a tricky one because they have a void. such They're a void a, <laughs> Just they a... have a a, a well-documented yes. void. um when tory picked,
0: hunter left he actually said my reign is over <laughs> as yeah as well, and, guy.
1: and every week some beat writer writes a story about who is stepping up and usually yeah. the answer is usually the answer is it's not one guy who steps up it's a lot of guys uh-huh. so i genuinely do uh, don't know that there uh, there isn't necessarily a right answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I chose Mark Trumbo, though I don't know that Trumbo is the guy who would call a players only meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know who would call the players only meeting. I think it it would probably be Hamilton, hmm. but uh, Trumbo is the guy who seems to uh, carry himself with um, in a way that almost everybody on the team respects and admires. So I picked Trumbo.
0: Uh, I just picked Pujols. Is that a bad pick? Uh, he
1: seems to have
0: some leadership qualities, aspects.
1: It's, it's hard to know. I I, I the, I mean, I hear basically what I hear is is totally unreliable. It's innuendo, but I uh, I wouldn't have picked him, mm-hmm. to put it simply.
0: Okay. Um, and a lot of times I, I kind of wondered, because there will be guys who were established clubhouse leaders with one team, and then they're on a new team now, and... They still have that reputation, but I don't know whether, in actuality, you can just go onto a team and be the newcomer and immediately become the leader. Um, mm. But I kind of still went with those guys if they had the reputation. Um, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> we're starting with some hard ones. Astros.
1: Well, Carlos Pena. Uh,
0: He's gone. Is he gone too? Yeah, everyone's, oh, sorry, it's just gone. been a, it's just, it's just been every, every clubhouse leader, Ankiel and I, Pena, and, and then like when they were gone, it was like, but Norris briefly, just like anyone who, uh, yeah, <laughs> I
1: sort of had, I vaguely was kind of aware that Pena hadn't played in a long time, but on the <laughs> other hand, I saw somebody, uh, recently say that he was their highest paid player. So did they just DFA him? Like they didn't even,
0: uh, yeah, they just released him. Yeah. Um, okay. So so, so, so let me,
1: go ahead. I'll say Castro. I'll just say Castro. Yeah, I
0: think it's Castro. I actually, I, this is one of the ones I googled, and uh, it's it's in a sad state right now where, uh, like, a contender for clubhouse leader is, like, Jordan Lyles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's there's a, a quote in the Chronicle that says, it's our time to step up and start leading by example and (laughs) and start showing people the right way to play the game on and off the field and just show them the astro way
1: (laughs) jordan Jordan
0: Lyles, 22
1: (laughs) now this is not the time to be wasting leadership this they need to take a page from the front office and and save all the leadership Uh, like just bank it don't invest any leadership in this year yeah you you really want to be able to use your leadership when you're contending, so just just save it, just hold on to it. I might have guessed Dominguez, but uh, you know, but no, I think Castro, Castro think is Castro definitely is the guy who, pick. yeah. This, oh, you know, Chris, Chris Carter is well liked in mm. general.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, Chris Carter seems like a, a quiet leader. Uh, I I was around. I I, I saw them. Re- I saw that team recently, and uh, Carter sort of seemed social. Uh-huh. But no, Castro is a good one. I'd go with Castro.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um... Okay, next one. And by the way, if, uh, if you follow these teams more closely than we do and you have a strong opinion of, oh, yeah, we on who's the clubhouse this. guy, please, please tell us if we,
1: please. if
0: we get this perception wrong or doesn't agree with, with people who pay more attention to the teams than we do. Um, okay, Athletics.
1: Uh, I, there are a few guys, this is an, another, yeah, tough one. I think there, are, there are a lot of guys who could, could have some claim on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went with, uh, Grant, uh, Grant Balfour.
0: Okay. Uh, and
1: specifically, I, I know for a fact that he is kind of the consensus player that people, uh, in that club say would call the meeting if the meeting needed to be called.
0: Uh huh. Um, yeah, this is another one where I guess there's a void with, Gomes and Inge being big clubhouse guys and not being there um, I feel like maybe Chris young has a claim he's he's apparently popular
1: I asked Chris young specifically oh, this no. question like four days ago <laughs> oh no and he laughed and said oh no no maybe I should be but I'm not I, I haven't been here that long and 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 he's not I mean he's he is he is popular but he's not I, I mean I, I think you can make the case for for Moss uh, for Maybe for Doolittle, um, for Reddick, for Cologne, definitely for Bartolo Cologne. uh, But you could not make the case for Chris Young.
0: Mm. Okay,
1: not in not in a bad way, but so it just I don't I don't think he he has chosen that role.
0: Uh Uh, Okay, Blue Jays seems like a, a consensus one.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if we were doing, I think if we were doing the Hall of Fame (laughs) chemistry team, there would be three three (laughs) names currently, maybe four names currently out there, and and Derosa would be one of them. Yes,
0: right. Okay, Mark Derosa. uh, Okay, this one um, may be a little tougher. Well, it depends on whether we're counting active players or or players on the DL. Uh, Braves. Tim Hudson. Yeah. So, so if we're counting Tim Hudson, who's not on the active roster right now, then. Then yes, Tim Hudson. Um if we're not counting Tim Hudson, I feel like there's a I feel like there's some support building for Freddie Freeman as a as a potential clubhouse guy. But um I guess Hudson is around the team, so I guess as long as you're around you can you can still serve that role. Um okay, Cardinals.
1: You skipped the Brewers.
0: I did skip the Brewers. Uh okay, Brewers.
1: I had no idea. This is one of my two that's almost totally random. Yeah. And I went with Aramis Ramirez.
0: Went with Lucroy.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, catcher's never a bad default. Yeah. The problem is, I mean, the catcher in one way is never a bad default because it requires leadership skills. But in another sense, a lot of these clubhouses are very clearly divided by position. And so, like, you know, in a lot of clubhouses, unless you're a super leader, the reliever can't be a, a leader. And, you know, even a starting pitcher. Often won't be the leader And Catcher could be But Catcher doesn't spend all of his time With the rest of the position players But uh, Catcher is usually a good default
0: mm-hmm. Yeah uh, I'm, I'm reading This was one of the ones where I where I googled And found something um, Some some blog post From like six hours ago Where uh, Luke Roy has emerged As the primary leader in the clubhouse um, So <laughs> That's indisputable good. Uh, okay. Um, Cardinals then,
1: uh, I went with Chris Carpenter. Yeah. Molina was my number two. Was Molina yours?
0: Yeah. Molina's mine. Just, yeah. Carpenter is, is not pitching. So, um, okay. Uh, okay. Another tough one is the Cubs because,
1: uh, I, yeah, this is tough. Uh, I know I've heard good things about Edwin Jackson uh-huh. in the past. I don't know if he's a leader, but I've heard that he's like well liked wherever he goes.
0: Because uh-huh. this, so was, I went with him. This was one where Soriano really seemed to have embraced that role in the last couple of years, yeah. and yeah, uh, so yeah. now he's gone. And and I I went with um, just just some quick research. Uh, there was a Chicago Tribune story. From I guess right after the Soriano trade, and it was about how with Soriano gone, there are no real leaders. Um, and at that point, De Jesus was still there, so he was kind of the default. But the the consensus was that Samarja is kind of the, the guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, mm-hmm. So there's a quote from Samarja who says, Obviously it's been shaping up that way. I'm just one more guy who has to speak up and fill a hole because Sori was such a big personality in the clubhouse and in team decisions. Um, but it seems to be Samarja and maybe some Rizzo, um, but, but I'll go with, okay. I'll go with him. Okay. Okay. Diamondbacks.
1: Um, I went with McCarthy. Hmm. I, I thought that there were a lot of, of, <laughs> there's, of leaders, yeah, there's a lot there's of guys no with
0: good Yeah.
1: I wasn't sure it would be that. I mean, I don't know. I thought about going with Prado. I mm-hmm. I, 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 I put Pennington and then switched it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Montero. I yeah, think you could
0: make the case yeah. for Montero. I went with Prado just because Montero's on the DL right now. If if uh, if we count Montero, I think I'd probably go with him. Prado seems like he had that reputation coming over, but he's new, so so I'll say Montero.
1: I don't know that I ever heard that reputation from Prado. I mean, Prado is a grinder, but I never knew him as a as a leader in in popular perception.
0: Mm. Maybe but, be a leader by example type. Um,
1: yeah. Okay. But Montero Montero might be. We maybe both of us should just say Montero.
0: Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Dodgers.
1: Uh, I was torn between two, but I went with um, uh, Mark Ellis.
0: Yeah, I was torn between Ellis and Punto. I don't know whether... I
1: actually, yeah, yeah, Punto's a good one, too. And AJ Ellis is a good one. Mm. And Adrian Gonzalez is a good one.
0: Mm. Not Puig, though. A lot of good ones, though. Not Puig, probably.
1: And Kershaw is kind of a good one.
0: Yeah, I guess...
1: And, you know, Kemp's not a terrible one.
0: I feel like Ty goes to the inferior player.
1: <laughs> so Mark Mark Ellis so, or yeah. Punto Punto is the inferior player. Yeah. So you're going with Punto.
0: Yeah, I had Punto. All right.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: um, and did you realize, by the way, that uh, the 2013 Heart and Hustle Awards, the nominees were just announced? So this is almost like a cheat sheet, kind of, for this. Um,
1: I think that I think the Heart and Hustle nomination process is very inconsistent. I think teams teams. Uh, use drastically different um, uh, standards for who to nominate. So I don't think that there's a consistency there. Mm,
0: okay. I think there's an overlap. <laughs> there are uh-huh. certain guys who win every year. Um, All right. Okay. So who's next? Giants.
1: Uh, Posey.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, Pence is a good one. Yeah,
0: Pence, yeah, Pence,
1: Pence is obviously a good one. But I, I think that I think that Pence got uh, definitely got huge, huge chemistry points for last uh, offseason, mm-hmm. or last postseason. But Posey, man, he just carries himself mm-hmm. as such a leader.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, uh, next team seems like one with kind of a, a recent inductee into the yes. Chemistry Hall of Fame. Uh, Probably
1: the <laughs> captain. I would say the captain of the... Indians? Yeah, I would say Jason Giambi is the captain mm-hmm. of the Chemistry yes. Club right now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a, Yeah, it's an interesting career transition for him. Right, because when he was with it the A's, the... he was kind of like a free spirit type, and now he's like the the elder statesman type.
1: sort of yeah. It it is a fa- I mean, I've I've I wanted to write a long feature about him, um, and I never got around to putting together a pitch for anybody. But I think that like the New Yorker should really be doing six thousand words on Giambi right now. But Uh, Because it is the most interesting kind of career transition in public perception. And he has become, he has gone from like that guy that we all knew in 2004 to being everything that's right about the game. Mm -hmm. Um, But he was a huge, huge, huge leader in Oakland, too. Mm. Um, Yeah. So that element of it has been consistent. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, Mariners.
1: Uh, Abanhas. Yes.
0: Um, Marlins. Pierre. Yeah, I I went with Pierre. Doesn't doesn't seem like there's much else to choose from there. Um, Polanco.
1: Polanco is hmm. what else to choose from.
0: Okay. Mets.
1: Uh, Mets. Well, this is a tricky one because
0: (laughs) I. I I mean, you almost when a team has a captain, it's like by default he almost wins. But
1: (laughs) remember our Rick and Keel discussion. Uh, Yeah. Is he still with the Mets?
0: Uh, Is he? I don't think
1: he is. Okay, well, if is he's he? not still with them, then I'm going with David Wright. But if he is still with them, I'm going with Rick Enkeel.
0: Let's see. Uh, I don't think he is, no. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, wait,
1: so. Yeah, okay, so. So, do you right, have
0: a. Yeah, I've, I felt like LaTroy Hawkins
1: is like a uh-huh. really
0: respected leader type. That's uh, true is he the player rep he might be the player rep um yeah. and then when I went to to city field to write that story about the Mets base running it seemed like Justin Turner was a big clubhouse guy who was like inspiring everyone and um huh. but but yeah I, I don't know when there's a captain I guess you you kind of just have to go with the captain yeah um nationals
1: uh I didn't really know I went with Dan herron.
0: I went with Worth.
1: Oh yeah, that seems right. Yeah. That's, that seems plausible. Suzuki's plausible.
0: Yeah, yeah, those guys are more recent. Uh huh. Yeah, I.
1: Worth like, seems. I like Worth. Seems good. Okay. Yeah, I like Worth. Orioles. Uh, almost totally random. Went with Adam Jones. Me
0: too. Almost,
1: it seems like, like show all. Yes, is.
0: right. I was going to say that too. Yeah, they're uh, yeah. dominated by the, the manager, sort of. Um. Yeah. Okay, another Hall of Famer, Padres. Really? I think so. Who did? who you have?
1: I couldn't think of really anyone. I went with Quentin. Who should I have picked?
0: Isn't Kate still on the Padres?
1: Oh, I never remember that.
0: <laughs> That's the only reason he's on the Padres. Every
1: every every seven weeks or so, I it I really, get shocked that Kate yeah, didn't retire it, in two thousand eight. It
0: really is amazing. <laughs> He's hitting one ninety five, one ninety five, two forty eight, yeah. two thirty six, <laughs> in one hundred and thirty three plate appearances. But.
1: He's got like he's got like nine years of sub replacement level play <laughs> at this point. I don't think of Katsay as a Hall of Famer in this regard. I, I assume that you're. I mean, I think you're right that he's the name for this team. Mm-hmm. But I never think of him as a. I mean, I think of him as as good as like a as a plus chemistry guy. But I I've never. You're probably right. But I've never thought of him as the Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah, I, I, he's got to be. Why else? How, how else would he still have a roster spot? Um, Phillies. Michael Young. Yes. Uh, Although
1: Howard's a plausible choice, but mm-hmm. Michael Young is Michael Young.
0: Yeah. Pirates.
1: Um, I went with Russell Martin, but A.J. Burnett's the one mm-hmm. who called the players only meeting recently.
0: Huh.
1: But I right. went with Martin.
0: Yeah, I, I did too. All right. Um, Rangers. Beltray. Yeah, that's what I did. Rays. Uh
1: David Price.
0: Okay. Um.
1: I went with Price because to me the pitching staff is where the kind of heart of the team is. That seems to be where the, the chemistry emanates from the pitching staff, it mm-hmm. seems to me. And so I had to pick a pitcher, and Price is like the elder statesman there.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I went with Longoria at first, but then.
1: Well, Longoria plays third, Ben. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, he does not play first. I, you should know that.
0: Um, I changed my pick to Sam Fold. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Which I don't, not that I really think he's the the leader, yeah. but he's just he's a perceived clubhouse guy, so I went with. Fold.
1: Just to, just to, just to be clear, I was that was a pun that I was making. Yes,
0: I. I <laughs> The fact that I didn't laugh was not a sign that I didn't get it. Um, right. Red Sox.
1: Well, obviously it's Gomes. Yes.
0: Uh, although, I mean, Pedroia. Pedroia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of. I mean, he's he's got the tenure.
1: Pedroia probably calls the meeting in that clubhouse, but you can't pick Pedroia after. Last year, you can't pick anybody who was there last year after last year. I mean, you could, you could, but Gomes is a Hall of Famer. Gomes might be after after Giambi. It's Gomes and DeRosa in a tie. So sure, he's
0: worth with twenty wins. Uh, Pedroya has exactly. Pedroia has won four straight Heart and Hustle awards. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Reds.
1: I went with Phillips. Yeah, me too. Did you think about Arroyo? Not really. Okay.
0: Um, Rockies. Uh,
1: I went with Helton.
0: Okay, I went with Kadire.
1: Seems fair. I don't know. I I just figure Helton's been there so long. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you just go with the guy who's a hundred years old.
0: Mm-hmm. Royals.
1: Shields. Yes.
0: Uh, tigers. We don't even have to.
1: I do. No. <laughs> I think. I actually think it's worth discussing. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly Hunter is the guy who you think about. But I actually wonder whether on that team uh, it's Cabrera, because Cabrera has been there so long. Um, and, you know, I, I, I wonder if, I don't know this, but it seems plausible to me that, you know, Hunter would take a slightly lesser role in the chemistry department there because it's, mm-hmm. it's Cabrera's clubhouse, and he would kind of respect that. It, mm-hmm. th- there was, it wasn't a clubhouse that had a void. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I'm going with Cabrera. I'm, I'm making the choice.
0: I I feel like I still hear from Tory Hunter more than just about anyone on that
1: team. Yeah, you do. But, you know, you hear from Swisher more than anybody on the Indians, but you didn't pick Swisher.
0: No, but I might have if he'd been on some other team that didn't have Jason Giambi. Um, Okay, Twins?
1: I went with Maurer.
0: With Morneau. I I don't know. It's one of them. (laughs) Okay. Uh, White Sox? Canerco. Yeah, and Yankees. Jeets. Yeah, I, going by the the captain rule, I guess it has to be Jeter. I, I almost feel like maybe Rivera is like more looked up to. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's. Yeah,
1: but he's a he's a closer. He doesn't even sit with him during the game. Yeah. You would I Jeets is calling that meeting.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: So <laughs> we agreed on sixteen of thirty. We agreed, and oh. seventeen if you count Montero.
0: Hmm, Okay. We probably...
1: Surprisingly low? Surprisingly low? Uh
0: yeah. I guess that is kinda low. I wonder what the the racial demographic was of that. I guess this is not the same as the the gritty clubhouse guy, so maybe it's
1: No, but there's a I would say that if you looked at this, we probably both showed a uh, an obvious bias against Latin players. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something to grapple with. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I I, I think that probably if you asked players, they I, mean, they I would think that in a lot of clubhouses there is both a clubhouse leader and, uh, you know, an English clubhouse leader and a Latin clubhouse leader. And a team mm. a lot of times probably needs that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't hear about the Latin clubhouse leader because most beat writers don't speak Spanish. Yes. So I think it's, uh, it is a blind spot that we probably showed that, that we should acknowledge.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So what was your topic
1: So the Rays signed um, Delman Young to a minor league deal today. Mm -hmm. And uh, coupled with um, uh, Luke Scott, who a lot of people hate Mm -hmm. for uh, some things that he said about the president and maybe others. Uh uh, And Josh Lukey, Mm -hmm. who has a horrific past. Uh, Some people kind of put that together into a trend about the Rays, who um, sign perhaps bad dudes, mm-hmm. because they are an uh, undervalued commodity on the field or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've thought this about various teams in the past, although, um, like, I, I wondered this about the Mariners at one point a few years ago, and it was a little bit different. The group of people was a different kind of group, obviously, but Luki was there, and it just felt like they had a, a bunch of guys who had been run out of their organization for one reason or another and for different reasons like Brendan ryan was sort of not it according to reports wasn't really well liked in st louis because he was sort of too too antsy Mm -hmm. or something but i mean you know the idea is the same that you get guys whose personalities don't play well in other organizations and you get their talent at a little bit less of a price Mm -hmm. i i'm not i'm not concluding that that's the case with the rays i concluded, I, I think I later concluded that it probably wasn't the case with the Mariners, but um, if it were, is this a noble strategy? Should a team do this? Is <laughs> is this legit, or do we, in the end, only have our souls?
0: <laughs> um, it, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I, I mean, who's a player who's, who's really been Blackballed by baseball for some sort of character sure. issue. Purely, Bonds. yeah, maybe Bonds, maybe Milton Bradley. Like eventually, I, I, well, it's hard to say. Cause Brad,
1: what did Bradley play for? Eight teams, nine teams. Yeah, I
0: mean he he got a ton of chances. Um, and I guess there's another Ray Elijah Dukes whom they drafted. Uh, so yeah. that doesn't really count, maybe. And then uh, he he only got a few years but i don't know whether he was even he was even fit to play really um, so i it w- it certainly wouldn't surprise me not that not that friedman or anyone else is intentionally uh, acquiring these guys cuz i mean the race have have i think showed a, a tendency to go get good clubhouse guys also uh, at times whether it's you know our our pal Gabe Kapler or Cliff Floyd or, you know, guys who are just known for for tying bringing teams together and all that sort of thing. They seem to value that also. So, I I think it it there probably is uh, an element of the the players with warts philosophy and sometimes those warts are uh, even even more ugly. They're not they're not uh, characteristics of on field performance, but off-field off issues. Um, and, yeah, go ahead. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I, I think that we, we might have talked briefly about this originally with Delman Young um, with when Delman Young was signed, probably, or maybe we talked about Lukey at one point. But the thing about it that, that um, you know, I always sort of come back to is that um, it's like, the on the one hand, um the Rays are you know giving these guys you know a dollar more than another team would would give them basically so in one sense they are rewarding you know giving guys who you maybe don't want to see get um, a life of privilege mm-hmm. they're giving them you know a little bit extra a little bit extra profit but on the other I mean, it's like it's not like the Rays are the only team out there that's trying to employ Delman young I mean teams mm-hmm. keep keep hiring him
0: yeah and probably were another team interested supposedly
1: yeah exactly so it isn't like again it's like it's not like Delman young if the Rays had taken a moral stand on this issue it's not like Delman young would be um, you know digging ditches or whatever you would like to see him be doing instead mm. he would just go to another major league baseball team and live a life that we're all you know, basically envious of. Now, the question is whether it feels right to cheer for a team that is kind of actively profiting on their crimes. Mm-hmm. If the idea is that Young and uh, Lukey, etc., are compensated slightly less, if, if we treat them as a market inefficiency and they're compensated slightly less because of what they've done, then you're saying you know, that basically the team that capitalizes on that is profiting from the things that they've done. They're actually getting a better deal mm-hmm. because Luki has this pass, because Young has this pass. And that's sort of a little bit hard to root for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess it, it's just something you have to just get over and not think about <laughs> too much, right? Yeah. I mean, to be very clear, every single team that you have ever cheered for or been inspired by has had a garbage monster or two uh-huh. that you just probably didn't know about that might have had six or something i mean we're all pretty off i mean i'm a horrible person <laughs> i no doubt about it i mean i, I could i could you know i you <laughs> like look we're all bad we're all awful we're terrible we're a fallen race right but fallen species but
0: anything you want to get off your chest
1: <laughs> well, I'm I'm, hor- I'm a horrible human being. That's all. <laughs> just I'll just leave it at that. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm always conflicted. I don't want to be, I don't want to be judgmental of strangers. So in that sense, I really wish that I didn't have any of these feelings when a player gets signed. On the other hand, you know, it it is it does feel weird that that um, there's that baseball. I don't know, sort of. I don't know. It seems like baseball is just so much moralizing, mm-hmm. and then to have these like few blind spots where it's like, oh yeah, well, you know, <laughs> we don't care if you threw a bat at an umpire and are anti-Semitic. Yeah, those are those are kind of okay. That's weird. That feels weird to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I think almost almost every general manager is willing to kind of look the other way if he feels like it's not really gonna. It's not going to impact attendance. It's not going to be a PR disaster, and it's going to help the team. I don't think there are that many who would you know, make a, a worse move for the team's performance to make some sort of moral statement. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. so like, let's just say that let's imagine that Delman Young was really good and he was a free <laughs> agent, and, and, and so basically all 30 teams would have a role for him. Do you think that there are any teams that would not sign him for a price that they deemed $1 better than than he's worth? Uh, like is, there, is there is there even one general manager out there or one owner who says, nope, not having that guy on my payroll?
0: I could see an owner doing it, maybe. I don't know which one it would be. Um, but a GM, I kind of don't think so, really. Um, Lukey?
1: what about with Luki? is Luki in a different class?
0: Maybe Luki. I, I don't, see. I feel like the vast majority of baseball fans have no idea about Josh Lukey's.
1: Well, back, I'm sorry. not talking about from a business perspective, though. I mean, right? That's, okay. It, so ignore the well, business because that, that's supposedly the Mariners
0: didn't even know <laughs> when they traded for him or so they said but, um,
1: but I mean I'm including that as part of the calculus okay. of how much he's worth so if he if he's worth X dollars to him including the, the effect on fans and he's willing to pay for $1 less than X
0: mm. yeah I'd say there there would be a team for Luki. Uh, mm. yeah I, I think so
1: so Lukey yes Young no and pretty much
0: everyone know. Everyone else know.
1: Yeah, Scott no I mean, Scott no. as, as I, I think Scott is probably almost within the mainstream within yeah. within the game. So yeah, uh, Seems Scott's to be a pretty uh, popular
0: teammate from what I can tell. Maybe not yeah, so popular with certain people on the internet, but uh,
1: yes, with Scott's more of a of a cultural divide between clubhouses and the rest of us, if anything.
0: Yeah, probably, and probably. and there's so much. I mean, just. The players who complain about their – all the vocal players lately and vocal teams about PED users, uh, we really haven't seen someone get just blackballed because of PED use. I mean, Melky Cabrera, is he got a two-year deal, and Bartolo Colon got a deal, and Nelson Cruz and Johnny Peralta are going to be playing for teams next year. It's not like – I don't know, you, you hear – you hear players talk about how terrible it is, but if those same players are on the teams of those PED people next year, they'll say, well, now they're teammates and and I support them and we're pals. Um, not that PED use is, is really what we're talking about here, but, but
1: I think... What about... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I,
0: yeah, I mean, I just think the, the competitive advantages usually win out.
1: Any team that wouldn't sign you now, Escobar?
0: <laughs> uh, I don't think so. No, he's he's just no. he's, his contract is really good. <laughs> <laughs> so I maybe they just take his eye black away, and uh, so I don't think so. No. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: All right. So that is the week. Uh, send us emails for next week at podcast at baseballperspectives Join our Facebook group to get through the long weekend without new episodes at facebook.com slash group effectively wild and rate and review us on iTunes if you have some time and have a wonderful weekend. We will be back next week.